0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL America's fastest-growing TV brand. Hockey, yeah, yeah, my favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Judd's Hockey Show. All right, you got it right. Kids. All right. <clears throat> let's start. Uh, let's start here because we'll talk about um, the playoffs. Certainly, the playoff brackets, coaching changes throughout the league. But let's start with it's over. Finally,
1: finally,
0: and, and it's you know what. It actually played out, I thought, pretty well. Like, I don't care if they scored goals at, at the end. I actually encouraged the uh, <laughs> the poor play at the, the end. Outs. I just didn't care.
1: You're like, Bruce, you're wrong, actually. Yeah, this yeah. is exactly what I wanted. I
0: encouraged. Uh, you know what? You get shut out. Uh, the more ping pong balls or chances in the lottery, the better. Uh, any final thoughts on, on what we saw from a Minnesota Wild team that didn't qualify for the playoffs since the first time since the 2012-13 campaign? Which is
1: crazy how long ago that was. People always talk about, like, the last time LeBron wasn't in the finals right. and you, like, do the throwback. Like, what were you doing in 2012, Dex?
2: Uh, just wrapping up my freshman year of college at St. Cloud wow. State University. Oh, wow. Yep.
1: What about you, Judd? Where were you in 2012? I
0: was here. You were- <laughs> I'm old now. Yeah. It doesn't – it, it gets to be – it's just time just sort of – Standstill. Right. How it about does. you? I,
1: I was also still in college. I was just finishing up my freshman year at uh, Saint Anselm College. So mm. it was it, that, which is wild to think that. Great pun. Uh, how long ago that feels for both in the hockey sense and also in the personal life sense, but. I would just like to say thank God that we don't have to watch it anymore. It was very fitting that they got shut out. Yeah, it was yeah, like exactly. three out of the last four games. It was or something like
0: that. Yeah, last two for sure. Are you guys more um, impressed that they went to the playoffs for an extended run? I think the only teams that made the six year run were the uh, Ducks, the Wild, and the Penguins. Yep. Are and you the more? Wings. Are you more impressed by that, or are you less impressed by the fact that they made six uh, six playoff appearances consecutively? and never cut past the second round. I'm more
2: the latter. I, I'm not surprised they didn't make the playoffs. for. I'm, I'm I, The roster was there to be in the playoff discussion, so I was never surprised that they made the playoffs. It's definitely, though, a glass half-empty of you never made it past a game six. You only won two playoff series out of six. Uh, I would say that was a little more disappointing. But obviously towards the end, you know, like – by last year, it was like okay, they
1: this were, ain't they working. They were done before they yeah, even started this ain't playing. Working.
2: This the the when they when they lost to when they got Jake Allen by the Blues, that was the one oh you're God. like, all right, we, we that was our best chance. That was their, that was their best. Chicago wasn't in the that playoff game is picture.
1: Felt today like,
2: they, 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 or they got eliminated from the first round. That was that was the window to do it, and you didn't do it. Yeah, that was that was when you went, uh oh, this ain't working.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm similar. I think when at the end of the six years, it's easy to look back and say, well, we didn't, we only got to the second round once or twice. And like you said, Dex only won two playoff series. If you ask like after year three, it's a different, it's a different thing. I would like them to have obviously gone further into the playoffs, but at the end of the day, where was this team before they made the playoffs though too? Yeah, so we have bad. to, we have to look at this. It's crappy that they've, they've just been kind of in mediocrity and hanging out and chillin. But it is nice to have a team in the playoffs. Now this year, I'm glad they're not because I want to be able to fully enjoy the playoffs, and I was not going to be able to do that if I had to focus on the Wild because I remember last year when they were playing the Jets. I think that was the series that I watched the least amount of actual game time of because I just I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So
2: that was that was funny too because that's when the Wolves beat the Rockets in Game Three and the Wild beat the Jets in Game Three like within 24 hours. We're coming and, back and Minnesota for like mm-hmm. 12 hours was like. We might be able to do this. And mm-hmm. nope, then they never won another game. And Neither I, team.
1: And then I put $100 down on the Kings to win game four against Vegas, and uh, that, that money didn't... went straight down the drain. Yep.
2: That was, that's what happens. Well,
0: that's it. A...
1: <laughs> okay. No, they, that's a you who thought the Vegas Golden Knights were going to sweep the Kings in the first round in their first year of existence? Not many. Not it was many. a good bet.
0: Yeah, I guess. I
1: just didn't win it. Not good. But thank God it's done.
0: Okay, so it's done. Yep. I've got a question that, that we can bat around the table right now. Give me, and this can't be some simple, small deal. Give me what one, will classify it as bold move mm-hmm. that you would make. If you were in Paul Fenton's shoes, mm-hmm. one bold move that you would make during uh, the upcoming months that would impact this team. by So when they showed up for training camp, you'd be like, wow, that was a bold move. That was a bold move.
1: Dex, you want to go first? Mine, a bold move.
2: Mine's a parlay. That's fine. So you will trade a defenseman at the draft, whether that's Spurgeon or I Brodine. I need a name. Spurgeon or Brodine.
0: I, I want one of them. Yeah. Like give give me the bold move.
2: Yeah, you you you, you trade this. Yeah, let, let me get there. You, yeah. you trade Spurgeon or Brodine. The return, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter because that does matter. But you free up some cap space, and on July 1st, you go get Andersley. Those are my two moves. Interesting. I want
0: Andersley. Okay, I, the only thing I have a problem with is Brodine. The Brodine trade um, certainly would be Interesting. Spurgeon mm-hmm. would be bold though. It would be bold. So and, and the and the return I will disagree with what you're saying and the return for Spurgeon would have to be really good. Right.
2: Yes.
1: I have that's a, what I'm saying. I have I, a thing
2: that no, but, but which one but,
0: that. but do you, but do you trade Brodine and then Lee is somewhat bold, Spurgeon and then Lee is a bold. Yes. That's a bold team. Okay, yes. Move. yes. I see what you're
2: saying yes, Spur- yeah, trade Spurgeon. I'll, I'll I'll make this bolder. Yes. You would tra- you'll trade Spurgeon on draft day okay. and then you free up more cap space to go get Anders Lee that's my bold move
1: I'll even that's expand bold. upon yours I think they should trade Spurgeon to Edmonton for the seventh overall pick in a third rounder hmm. that's it for this year if, in this year's draft or
2: even if even if, what if Edmonton like climbs up further in their little lottery standings because like they will and we'll figure that out tomorrow by the way on is Tuesday. that tomorrow we'll I think they need to be in the t- I think yes, they need to be in the top
1: seven I really do and I think this is like a good that. year to move up because the draft is really deep especially on the offensive side the first seven picks are basically um What's his nuts? Jack. Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. Capo. And then five centers in a row, essentially, including three teammates of Jack Hughes uh, on the U.S. national development team. So I think if we get in that top seven, that there's going to be a good offensive player because after that, right now, they're slated at the 11th pick, I believe. And the mock drafts that I've looked at, they're taking another defenseman. I'm like, let's not do another defenseman. Let's not have Pauly take another defenseman or at least not reach for like a third rounder in the first round. So I think they need to move up, and I think that's the Spurgeon deal is how you do it. But my one move, my bold move for the year, or I, I have two as well. It's called don't trade Jason Zucker mm-hmm. and go sign Joe Pavelski. That's what I do. I go, to I go, change the room? I think that I he's your captain yeah, then. I, well, I don't know about that. That's the problem because I think Joe Pavelski, he's been an unrestricted free agent this summer. He plays for the Sharks, he's the captain of the Sharks. He uh he's he hasn't been super great the last couple of years but he bounced back a little bit this year he's 34 you could he's from he went to wisconsin it
2: might it might be a little bit more affordable
1: exactly because
2: he's on the end he's, of his he's older tenure.
1: what give give him the same deal they gave eric Stahl a couple of years ago maybe with a third and just see what happens sure and then have that player change room he's a leader he's he's done it he, they transitioned him to the captainship after they took away the C from joe thornton and then the, the year after they went to the stanley cup final mm-hmm. he's Midwestern boy, he won't be expecting big money, and – you just send him to the, we're not we're not going for the cup next year either shocking people so i right. say we get some get some get some new leadership in that room just look at what patrick marleau did for toronto he left the sharks people are like he played there his entire right. career and then left and he made a huge impact especially on mitch marner and austin matthews up in toronto i think that he that pavelski could do something similar up here with the young guys
0: is the pavelski addition if it's made uh, this summer perhaps a year too soon do you think though so? I see what I see where you're going, yeah. and I like it. But I'm because I'm thinking in a in a different way. Mm-hmm. I see your point, and I love it. But I don't know if I love it for. This coming season. Well, well it depends like, on what I your goal. what's your
1: goal is. It depends on what your goal yeah, is. If you're true. if you're trying what's to your if you're trying to win games, maybe that's not what it is. But at the end of the day, he's not going to be. The UFAs don't sign a one year bridge deal most times, so he's not going to be there the next season. But if you want to start changing this room and changing this leadership, there is no better time than this second, and exactly. to get him in there, especially with those young guys, to teach him how to work, teach him how to do it, because he was a late round pick. He was a guy that had to grind his way up from obscurity and has done so and has been. Extremely successful. What better guy to learn from him? And he's got the Wisconsin connection, so him and Suter can be buds. Yay!
2: Yay! That's even worse. All right, Judd. Yeah, that is worse. Don't enable Suter.
1: He might. Well, Pavelski might help
2: Suter. Yeah, maybe that's true. Lee, I want to hear your bold move. Future president. This of is the great. Team. You're the. You We're are not future.
0: Oh. <laughs> he is the president. Ryan Suter. Um, all right. Three pronged. And we'll start with the one that flies in the face of what you just said. Okay, Zucker's gone. I can't take it. I want everyone to know that there's no comfort here. And he has gotten too comfortable. He's a nice player. I actually don't mind him. Now, my God, if he hits another bleeping post, I'm gonna lose my mind. But but that whole I'm if I'm Fenton, that whole crew is gone. And Coyle's gone now, grandlin has gone. But don't you think I've his value's
1: down. diminished though? That's I know, my that's I my issue with but him. To your
0: point about the room, I want him out of that room oh. and I can get him out. Uh, the his no trade clause, which is not complete. It's got it's, it's a like partial ten teams. Yeah it's a partial uh, kicks in on July first. So if I trade him at the draft, I can trade him to whoever I, I want. Yep. That's move two. Move or move one. Move two Involves a guy that you just signed to a contract, but I'm sorry, he's got to go. Eric Stahl. He's a 1,000 years old. Maybe he can help. I can't bring him back because he has to play. No, but he does. Hear, he has to play out.
1: solid minutes.
0: Hear me mm-hmm. out. If I bring him back, he's still like a top two guy here. Yep. He's not. Right. Like the nice. guy that we saw, in fairness to his career, is a 3-4 guy. Like if he goes to a good team mm-hmm. and can slot in at three, I think he might have a chance. Mm-hmm. But the guy that we saw, and it wasn't just for like a small stretch. The guy that we saw for yes. the, the forty two goal scorer who we knew would be gone, but we weren't like it was gonna be like this. Right. He had nothing Christmas
1: left. Break and on Christmas breaking on. Two year contract.
0: It's a fair deal. He he has some teams. I, I think again, it's uh like a ten or twelve team, no trade clause, yep. but I can trade him somewhere. Um if this team really was offered a first round pick by Boston and passed, they were crazy. And I know it's a late first the rumor? round pick. Yes. The oh rumor was God. at the deadline yep. that Boston came to them and offered. And I know it's a late first round pick. I don't care. But, but, <laughs> Eric, but bringing Eric Stahl back here to me is not fair to Eric Stahl. And no. I can get something for him. Right. So anyway. Okay. That's move two. Move three is bold and it's going to take some work, but I do it. I go to Miko Koivo and say, you're not the captain here. Ooh. This is not going to be good give me five teams that I can trade you to because someone will take it.
1: Oh, you're saying straight up move up, saying, wow. not just take away the C. M- no, move, okay. move them
0: out.
2: That's the boldest of the three so far. Mm-hmm. My
0: thinking is twofold. One, I've got to change the culture. Yep. No matter what you think of that word, it's got to change. And, Lynn, mm-hmm. you're right about mm-hmm. that. Now, how, how you might get there and how I might get there might be different. You yep. but, yeah, and you, <laughs> but, it, but it's got to change. Yes. It has to change. Yes. yes.
1: It's a recurring theme two that needs is, to be addressed.
0: Two is, for the most part, next year, if I'm Fenton – and Bruce is going to hate this because I'm not firing Bruce. I want to miss the playoffs again,
1: and I want to mm. miss them completely. I, I want to be out in February.
0: I'm totally with you. Mm-hmm. I want to, and and I don't want to get there by trading Spurgeon because I think I on either. the o- other side of this, he comes out and is really good. And let Dumba, I you are going to have some pieces mm-hmm. that are going to prop you up more than you potentially want, but that's okay. But I want, I'm with you. I want to miss the playoffs. I want to have. I want to be. Have an E by my name as early as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, can this team get there? I don't know for sure because they do have some parts, but I'm going to strip down as much as I possibly can. And you know what? I'm going to say to the kids, if you can do this, awesome. Good for you. Mm -hmm. But I'm banking on the fact you probably can't yet. And so we're not there. So my bold moves are, are one, Zucker to me needs to be the last piece of that group to go stall to me you just made a mistake mm-hmm. and just rectify it because you can trade that contract right and the Koivu wants the most difficult piece but i want him gone wow and, and i do think that he goes to a team and probably could help them again yes if you slot him in as a three on a playoff team that can win some like a
1: dallas some or something. Face-offs, probably. Yeah, yeah exactly
0: but but lb you said it exactly the way i think of this if this is possible i want to miss the playoffs badly
1: yeah, and it's just—it's not because I want to watch bad hockey. It's not because I want this organization to go south. But the way that this league works, if you want to turn a team around quickly, that means you have to have one of those years where you're like, "God, we're awful." Like yep. what the Kings are having right now. What Winnipeg had a couple of years back before they got Patrick Line at two overall. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what they need because this organization hasn't had one of those drafts in so long. And even in the ones where they, they are in the them? top, but that's the thing, and and they haven't hit. That's the other thing as right. well, right. and right. so they have to do their due diligence on making sure that they're getting a guy that can not only be good for the future, but also now. Because body, we, I'm sick of having we're going to have this guy in two or three years. How about we go get someone that is like a Calder candidate You're talking at 19? Yes, top five and that, that's where I get that top seven pick. And yeah, maybe, no, I'm with you. and you know right. what? Maybe maybe that's the choice that this organization is going to have to make if they want to move up in this draft. That it's either going to be by way of Spurgeon mm-hmm. or a deal with Zucker. I don't think you're going to get a uh, be able to move up with him as your main piece. But he could be included. But he could be like it could be like a Zucker brodeen thing. It could be like a Zucker, you know. And, th- and that's what's going to. Those are the players that are going to get you those draft types. And is it going to be painful? Yes. Do I want to watch Jason Zucker go skate around way faster than everyone else on some other team? I do not. But I understand why people are frustrated with him. I just don't like. I've said for weeks, I don't like trading away speed. But I understand that we're. You, I man. want them to build something that is actually tangible, not just well. We're gonna stick around and make the playoffs. I want these guys to be hungry to make the playoffs instead of just backing in every year because they think they're gonna automatically make it. It annoys the hell out of me.
2: And what's so weird is, um, you know, we've always, for the most part of this year, we've talked about how the Wild don't have a no, you know, a number one finisher. They don't have a score. And they don't really have a number one center, a true number one center. Mm-hmm. But then you look up and down the roster right now, and they have now an abundance of middling bad centers. So let, like, let's let's pretend all these centers are going into the roster next year. I don't think all of them will, but let's pretend. Yep. You have Miko Koivu, who's coming off an injury and might not be ready for the season, but he's a crazy hard worker, and I think he might be. You have Miko Koivu, Eric Stahl, Joel Eriksson, Victor Rask, and then that Nico Strum guy they also signed out of college who played admirably in those three games he played in now you have five centers and I don't know how you fit a all those players onto your roster and b if you were to go get my, my if my bold move is to go get Anders Lee who is a true number one center
0: yep s- someone's going Someone to have has to, to go, go. well Ra- Rask would go if he stays goes to wing right like there's no okay, yeah. there's no case to be made. Russo to play him said at center, that
2: guy's so. got to get a skating coach, and I couldn't agree
1: yeah. more. Where's I mean, Diane? Oh. Diane.
0: But I you, think if you do get her, it's still you're talking about him probably playing wing, like. But like, that's
1: better for his game because list, he's not as good of a skater.
0: Oh sure, sure. Mm-hmm. No, but the list that Dex just went through, I think um, if you prioritize it via a depth chart, I think Eck kicks up to my. I think right it's two. No, no, but I'm just saying the. The, what he just gave us I think he kicks up to one I think he is a two No, I think you're right yeah. But Dex is right There is In a league that's dominated By centers yep. who are When they're good They are elite Superstars right. Superstars You don't have that. No.
1: And he stepped up to the plate this year, too. He was struggling early on, but then when Miko went out, he he played really well. So he's shown that when given the opportunity, at least thus far in his career, that he's able to step up and maybe not be a superstar yet, but he's able to be out there and to be productive. In
0: our world, in our perfect world, LB, it's ideal. Yes. You put him at the one and you say, kid, go ahead and fail.
1: Yep. Exactly, but, but we trust you. Right. So
0: go ahead and fail, and we're and not benching diff- you. That's the difference. That
1: is the difference of instilling confidence in these yes. young
0: kids. Oh, you can you can instill confidence in young players and with be, adversity and be god awful.
1: Yes, exactly. But it's it's a very it's an art. It's an absolute art because so when you're getting killed like this, all that. comes
0: back to my question of: Do you even with cap room? How much do you want to do on July 1st mm-hmm. of 2019? Right. Because I think we're all on the same page that this might suck. But it might be, long-term, the best thing to happen to this franchise. And Paul Fenton never gets this chance again. Like, like in three years, he can't be managing this terrible team and be like, I got five years. Yeah. There's There's nowhere
1: to go but up for him right now. So,
0: But Paul Fenton's going to – and this is where Bruce is going to have to decide if he wants to stay. Right. I'm guessing he's going to be given that opportunity is, do you want to suffer through this? Now, I heard behind the scenes that Bruce has said, I would be – not happy, but I would certainly like to be part of a rebuild here. He's never so, done it. I so bet he's. In, I bet he's. So curious. let's let him do it. Yeah. But that then slows up what Declan is saying, and and huh. your potential move of okay, who do you want to bring in then?
1: But that's where the Pavelski thing comes in for me, and Anders Lee's going to be her, a little bit cheaper
0: her, as well. I, I would say I don't. I don't Anders Lee is going to
2: get paid. He, but he's he, going to get thing, six million a Matt, per. He's not. Yes, mm. he has scored 33 well, goals for the last three years. That guy's 20, 27, wants, 27 years old. Did you pay him that then? No. Yes, no, I would. No, I would he, pay him. no. No,
1: certainly. Why didn't we pay David Backus three years ago then?
2: David Backus too was too old. He was 30. Yeah. Guy, Andrews, well, 20, Lee is
1: 29.
2: 27. 27 years old.
0: I just don't know what's a year too early. I think it might be a year premature. For him. Like, like, like your Pavelski thing makes sense. Right, if that's If you right. could say old guy alters the room. Yes, because that's desperately what Anders Lee is
1: like, looking to compete in the next this year and next. Where I don't know if the Wild are there yet. I would welcome him, but like
2: it's you, an interesting. Discussion. You would have to. He's obviously being a Dyna kid. He's from here. You would. He would have to probably understand that you Take could. You could. Yep. You could get more money by another team. But do you want to come home and do you want to play here? Yeah, that's up to him. And there and, hasn't
1: been a lot of that. Like Oposo decided to go to Buffalo instead of coming back home. And that you know, Bacchus did the same thing.
2: And you know, both him and Brock Nelson are free agents. I don't think the Islanders let both of them just walk unrestricted one of them stays but I don't think they, I, think they I don't sendly. think there's no way that they're going to be able to afford both of those players long term I don't think they can
1: if Nelson's the one that walks I go hard at him too. and you
2: know what Nelson's a guy that would not cost a lot of money
1: no he'd be a much cheaper he'd be, option he'd be
2: more affordable he'd be much more affordable than Anders Lee
1: and that I think that's the way it'll shake out because I don't think the Islanders are going to let their captain walk two years in a row
2: yeah Twenty nine. He'll be twenty nine when free agency starts I am, with, with Anders Lee. By the way, I am Brock all for
0: finding a way to get as creative as you possibly can uh, come June and July, mm-hmm. and for accepting the fact that you might be terrible. Mm-hmm. And if that means if that means a- adding a veteran who can help the chemistry of the room, but you know you're still not going to be that that good. I'm all for it. And listen, I do think that this team has some components and pieces that it can does. be pretty good. So I'm not I'm not saying they are destined to follow the plan that we're talking about. No. I just I'm personally comfortable with that plan and I'm and I'm comfortable with a franchise that's never bottomed out, at least mm-hmm. attempting to two years consecutively miss the playoffs. Because if the trade off is six years in a row, first or second round, to me. I give me a conference finals. It's run. all
1: about the selling point because Craig is worried about not selling out every game and yep. I understand that. Oh, you're right. But this is an educated base. People know what's going on. Most people don't want to watch crappy hockey, but I guarantee you out of nor- like m- regular Minnesota hockey fans, if you said, would you rather have one year of god awfulness followed by two that are decent and one that you have a legit chance versus just doing four with a maybe, I yep. guarantee you most of them say, I want to bottom out and try our try our way that way.
0: Craig also has to know that fans here aren't stupid and yeah. and there is a frustration with the fact that this team couldn't get past the first round for what, three consecutive years before yep. this. Yes. Yep. So like he can't he can't sit there and think, all oh, these fans are really satisfied. Now I I understand missing the playoffs hurts your gate and bottom line. Right. So that's a different topic. But Craig can't actually think to himself, all of these fans think it's great. Right. Because by last year, I, I think what you two said about the Jets series is how the average fan felt, which is really again. Yeah, Yeah. this is sort of boring,
1: right? Well, and the fans are quick to leave because we're not going to put up with crap hockey because there are other, I'm excited for the playoffs. We like hockey in general, but they're just as quick to return if the product is good. That's the other thing as well. You don't have to worry about winning new fans every year.
2: I think with Leopold, too, I don't think he is a dummy, but I think he can be convinced. Um, well, he's a fan. He's a fan. He's not a dummy, but he's a fan. And mm. he said you know, to that message to season ticket holders last month after the flurry of yes. trades, we're going to make noise this summer. Yeah. And he said last year, we're going to make tweaks. And, the and for the most part, they made the tweaks up until Fenton said, hey, dude, it's going to take more than tweaks. And he said, okay, then fire away. So I'm curious if make noise this summer means – do you want to go out and spend some money on Anders Lee, or does make noise mean selling off Spurgeon, spelling up, selling off Zucker, and marginally finding players to shake up the roster but
0: to not make noise in the postseason? That's what I'm curious about. Leopold does not strike me as a patient man. No. And in, no. This, and in this case, that's bad.
2: Right. Like the
0: Parisi-Suter signings that day were great because yeah, it was great it was. fun. Uh, but his lack of patience here, Fenton has to tell him, you've got to be patient. Like you didn't hire me to not do things.
1: There's patience and there's urgency. Because again, yes,
0: I go back to you could have kept Chuck. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't, if you really didn't want to change things, except for a trade here or there. Um, but this franchise, it's just a, such a weird deal where this franchise has always been sort of just in the middle, um, paddling. Mm-hmm. They've been staying afloat. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't get you to where this team is going to need to go eventually, if you ever want to have a chance at a deep spring run. And there is nothing I don't think more fun in sports than a Stanley Cup run. Yep, like it's great. It's yeah. Up there. It's so much fun. yeah, it's so if,
1: much fun. If the NHL was was a week, the Minnesota Wild would be Wednesday. Yes, the, they would be the day. Yeah, they'd be fine. They would be Wednesday.
0: Then they'd be fine.
1: Maybe like the weekends. But maybe in the in the future, but it's still far away.
0: Next thing, coaching changes. LB, I believe that you have the list because we, we had a, we do uh, have a few. rash of firings or a few on Sunday. Well, Jason, yeah. We've
1: had a few. Well, we remember earlier in the year, we had a lot of coaching changes in season, which was uncharacteristic for the league. But last couple of days, the Sabres fi- fired Phil Housley, a Minnesota, yep. Minnesota guy. Yep. Uh, tough year for the Housleys. Uh, the Kings. <laughs> sorry. That
0: As- that was Either right way. there. It was a good great. joke. That was, it right was a joke. A
1: Sorry. That I was, not, like, that was
0: right job. there in a T for Lindsay. Yeah, wow. it was right there. Oh, that was um, awesome.
1: The Kings are going to let go of the, de- how do you even say it? Dejardins? Dejardins. Dejardins. Or
0: I just Dejardins. said, Dejardins. De- Dejardins. 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 Yeah. Who, was, who was never going to stick? Poor guy.
1: Well, Ilya Kovalchuk was basically slashing his tires by the end of the year. Yes, he so. was.
0: Well, they left him home on a road trip. Kovalchuk, that is.
1: They decided that yeah, together, maintenance, John. Maintenance. Yes, yeah, maintenance time. You need to work on skills. Oh, the The Oilers' job is open. Ken Hitchcock, well, I don't think he's been fired quite yet, and he's going to remain with the organization, but I do not think it will oh, be Oh, did that a happen coach. today?
0: I did not I, see that one yet. I,
1: I think I saw that, but I'm not. Dex, if you could check on that, or we all yeah, have he, he Yeah, like,
0: He signed a contract that, has a, that included some advisory work. Yep. But it sounds like they'll have the ability to make a change. And keep in mind... They don't have a GM yet either.
1: You're right. So here it says next Edmonton Oilers GM will decide fate of Ken Hitchcock. So there'll be a change there.
0: He can't keep it. He, he Well,
1: if I'm Connor McDavid and after that press conference yep. and like the, if I were the Oilers, I would be like, oh, my God, the sky is falling. Because if Connor McDavid is out there saying how frustrated he is and reiterating that statement just a couple st- seconds later, I would be panicking. Yep. But Ken Hitchcock is not. He is not a coach for this generation. Nope. We're just going to go out on the limb and yep. say it. Sorry. Okay. So- Oilers, Oilers, and then the Panthers for a hot second because now Coach Quenville has decided to go to Florida, which I don't really get. Like, why so quickly with Coach Q? Yeah, why? He, why you know, like, they hired him this morning. Yeah.
0: Oh no, I saw that. No, right. but they were clearly they they were clearly talking to him for months.
1: But I mean, I mean, from the s- from Bookner. Quenville's yeah. perspective, why Florida? Other than the tax and the Miami, you got a nice
0: you got a nice little basis for a roster. You're old. You got that, Florida that ownership though is just so nut. Maybe they are is psychos. that But maybe is but that Did you see his that, contract? No, It's like six. It's six million plus per year. Oh wow. Oh, oh yeah. Bruce is at like three plus or th- around three. Yeah. Just What's Babcock a, at? I have no idea. Yeah, uh, He's he, at like ten or something but, ridiculous. Ridiculous. But, but, but yeah, no, no, uh, no state income taxes. Mm-hmm. It. But they so the Florida. Ownership group must have approached Quenville probably a month or two back. Oh, I bet they called him day off. Yeah, and said we're <laughs> going to fire Bugner. We're not going to do it now because mm-hmm. if you're if you're Q, you were getting paid by the Blackhawks to sit there.
1: Plus, it's not a good look for Florida to fire mid season again. And not if you're, if you're like, I'm going to sign but with Quen- you.
0: But if you're Quenville, you know you're not going to be like, oh, I'd love to take this job too. Exactly. So That's you're right. What I mean. So yeah, that but that doesn't surprise me uh, because. It's pretty clear that they jumped the gun there and probably called him, as you said, like the day that they that that he got fired by Chicago or something.
1: Yeah, I so just, that's another
0: one. That, that's another. St. one. St. Louis is is has to go to Bruby now, right? Yeah,
1: you have to give him the job. The rumor
0: there was was that Quenville might come back to the Blues and say, right. "I'd like to come back," but that's short of that. Bruby has to get that job, and I don't, I don't care if they go on the first round. I don't of know
1: how he's not a coach of the year candidate.
0: The Jack Adams conversation is really interesting. It's.
1: It's so weird this year. This I mean, entire league year in And Lamarillo,
0: to step into that job, yeah. that team was a sieve last year in goals oh. against. They signed some goaltending help. But Barry Trotz, to me, has to win that. Uh,
1: that's the other thing. And you're right. right. Ruby's
0: job is fantastic.
1: Yeah, he, he's done great. And, on, and we, we have some bracket stuff that we're going to get to in terms of the playoffs in just a couple minutes here. But St. Louis is my dark horse in the Western Conference right now. Like, okay. they're... I don't know. They just have a tendency to get going in the playoffs. O'Reilly's going li- to be great in the I playoffs. And I love Ryan O'Reilly. Yep. If we could get Ryan O'Reilly up here in Minnesota, I would love my life. So so
0: Buffalo's happen. open now. I did see a report this afternoon that Todd McClellan, who you all thought was going to the Kings because of Rob Blake, was close to taking the Buffalo job. What? Yeah.
1: He was going to take that coaching job? Rob Blake, Rob Blake the GM of the Kings Rob
0: Blake the GM of the Kings played for Todd McClellan at the end of Rob Blake's yep. career in San Jose Yep. so the rumor was that he was trying that he was going to try and hire McClellan to coach the Kings Right. but then I saw a report a credible report from Canada this morning and, and we're recording this on Monday that McClellan was in advanced conversations with the Buffalo Sabres to take their job oh I
1: thought you were saying Rob Blake was also in conversations oh uh, no I'm, I'm sorry like, what? Rob Blake yes. runs
0: the Kings yes. and is close to Todd McClellan yes I was just Todd clarifying McClellan. that okay yep. so that's the so the Kings job is open Mm-hmm. The Oilers probably is going to be open, right? Um, Florida's filled. St. Louis is going to be filled. So what's left now?
1: That's basically it, uh, because all the other teams that fired their coaches uh, earlier in the season either picked guys that were within the system that they Chicago. intended, yeah, Chicago or the the Baruby character. So obviously there's some differences there. But other than that, I mean, I guess the only the Wild are kind of one of those question mark teams right now. Well,
0: and and Fenton and. Boudreau are supposed to have their postseason press conference at ten o'clock tomorrow okay. on Tuesday at the X. I think Boudreaux's safe. I think so. I think too. Leopold I protected them. So. I, I think hope he is so. too. I think Fenton was uh, told you're not going to um, yeah. unless that Bruce change. doesn't want to doesn't want to yeah. stick sure. around. Yes.
2: that's the only really way I kind of look at it
1: for sure. But
0: I don't think that the I don't think that the team would would have sent out an advisory a press advisory on no, Sunday they, they with Bruce being named unless Bruce was coming yeah. back.
1: Yeah, no, and they, and they would have fired should. him today. And
0: again he does not deserve to be fired no no he doesn't and i know all. i get oil oh, fans are like well he didn't do a good job okay
1: who really i give the, me a break. the consensus at least for people that i follow it's been pretty much like bruce needs to stay yes, but then again you, you have more more crazies that probably respond to you and more if he followers. wants to be
0: part of a rebuild he deserves that right i agree all right final thing playoff playoffs
1: playoffs picks. playoff picks well, I already made mine, and you guys, I think, are going to make yours as we go here. But the pl- the picks that I've made here for this podcast are just me picking them based off of gut feeling. I haven't done any of my research yet, but I will do that now that I mentioned that as well. We are going to do a bracket challenge as a podcast. I'm going to tweet it out, and we'll have Judd and Declan and probably the Score North feed tweet it out as well. It's just a casual bracket challenge. We're going to each enter one bracket, and uh, we'll just see who wins. And if you want to play along with us and see how much more knowledgeable you are about hockey and give us crap for it, by all means, go ahead. Um, but we'll send that out. It'll be a score North uh, hockey bracket challenge, but I'll send that out on social media. So make sure you follow me at Lindsay Brown, 35 on Twitter. Declan, what's your handle again
0: at Dex tweets, D E X S tweets, Judd. I am at Jay Zolgad, all one word, J Z U L G A D. Jay
1: Or just at score North on Twitter. You'll be able to find everything. So, from there, we'll go. Let's just start with the uh, the top here for the Western Conference: Calgary and Colorado for the first round. Gut feelings, Declan.
2: Gut feelings. I uh, not, let me let me start off that none of these Western Conference matchups do excite me. They really do not. They uh, all the first round matchups plus kill. I, I am. Yeah, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm totally going to be a buzzkill on this. Let I me am. start by saying this all sucks. Yeah, and me, I'll, yep. Do it from Yep. Seriously, yes. this is the first time I think in my life I'm. Thoroughly enjoy. uh, uh, Thoroughly looking forward to everything in the East, but in the West, uh, Calgary and Colorado. I think um, I think Colorado gives them a run because I don't trust Calgary's goaltending one second, as we've Mm -hmm. talked about on this podcast for months. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Calgary gets by in seven games. I think it goes to seven.
1: You're you're seven. I have Calgary advancing in six right now for my gut feeling. My gut bracket. For at least for that next round. Judd, what do you think about the Calgary-Colorado matchup?
0: I am going to go with the upset here. You're going to go with the upset? Yes, Yes. I'm close. Uh, Rubauer's been fantastic. Calgary's goaltending completely scares me. Calgary's had a really nice pop-up year and I like their defense, so that certainly helps them, but Colorado's su- super fast, and I think uh, Johnny Goudreau is going to get the ever-loving crap beat out of him in this series. And <laughs> Not if, you if Matthew
1: Chuck has anything to say about it.
0: I know, but that's going to be fun to watch. That's what I mean. But I'm going to go, based on my um, being scared of Calgary's goaltending mm-hmm. th- and the fact that Colorado has gotten such good uh, goaltending now for a few weeks or a month, I'm going with the Fs.
1: That's not a bad pick, especially with how the Avs have been playing lately, clearly. I mean, they pulled away from the wild pretty quickly at the end there, at least in the last week or so. Down to that next Pacific Division matchup, the San Jose Sharks versus the Vegas Golden Knights. The San Jose Sharks are the 2 seed. Vegas is the three. So as of right now, San Jose is the home ice advantage. Dex?
2: I like Vegas upsetting San Jose here. Really? Um yes. I like Vegas upsetting San Jose here in like That's six nice. games. Hello. You're getting phone calls. Yep, I know a popular awesome. guy. Uh ve- I wish I was popular. Uh, <gasps> Vegas, uh yeah, Vegas goes over San Jose in six.
1: I have Vegas over San Jose in seven.
0: Ooh. I have Vegas over the Sharks. I think this could could go as few as five.
1: So what's wrong with the Sharks that all three of us are like, yeah, no.
0: Goaltending. Goaltending and Marty and, has and, been bad this year,
1: Martin Jones, yes.
0: Carlson just came back, but he just came back. Yes. Yeah. So he he's going to be uh Rusty. Um, and it, plus, you know what? It, it might not be fair. There's something very wild-like hmm. about the Sharks to the playoffs. <laughs> there like, is. You just don't expect there them. There is. It's you just, weird. When, when was the last time that the Sharks started a playoff? and you've been like, you know what, I think they're going to this year. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah.
1: even when they made that cup run just a couple of years ago, it was basically unexpected because the year before that was the year that they were up three games to none over the Kings in the yes. series and ended up getting losing you 4 You just always three.
0: expect the choke there. That's fair. It might not be fair. And San Jose, and too. And Vegas is good.
1: Vegas is good. Vegas is good. Yeah, they're he, good. There's a momentum thing there. And at San Jose, I just feel like there's so much dependent on their offense from their blue line and that if you even take – you know. If Burns gets half of the shots that he gets per game, that could take a huge chunk out of your scoring chances. And I just, Mark andre Fleury has been lights out in the playoffs for the last couple of years, which would not have been said about eight years ago. No, He was awful before end. All right, moving on to the Central Division matchups, then we have the one seed Nashville facing off against the Dallas Stars. Dex, your thoughts.
2: Mm, I think Nash. I, I, I've never been a big Dallas guy. I love their star power. I just don't, don't, depth say. wise. I, just, I've, I,
0: I, I don't know. Ben Bishop. Can Ben Bishop, Ben Bishop, is yeah, he's that's the X Factor. Really well. How many times does he skate off that damn ice with a lower body problem or something? <laughs> this is right. true, but
1: he has been playing so well as of he's, late. He
0: is a Vesna. He's had a Vesna year when he's played.
1: Yes, like he's been yes. that good. Absolutely, and and the thing is with Dallas is like, remember, we were about six months ago. They, their GM and their or no, their team president, Jim Lights. Publicly well, went after Sagan and Ben, and told them, basically they were they were yeah, lazy. I also now, agree. Uh, clearly, that worked out in uh, in the way that they intended. But I have Nashville over Dallas in six games Ooh. right now.
0: I will agree with LB and Dex to a certain degree because I will say six <laughs> games sounds fair. Nashville wins that series.
1: Correct. All right, and then the last series matchup in the Western Conference two-seeded Winnipeg Jets versus the three-seeded St. Louis Why League?
0: don't you look forward to, to this one? I, see, I think I, Winnipeg I like this St. Louis yeah, is going to be... It could be f-
2: fun. I'd, Winnipeg's St. weird this year. I don't. They
0: mean, are, but that's what that's mm-hmm. what makes it fun, and their goaltending also scares me. You,
2: it, even weird. though uh, St. Louis has turned it around, I, I, just, I don't like watching them. They're just boring to me. I don't what? think they're Craig Bennington's really... Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. I'm on his. I love. I man. like. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why,
2: why do they bore you? I they they don't they don't do it for me.
1: If they were those the throwback I, unis, oh my god! They don't do it for me. Maybe oh. change my mind. Actually, the postseason.
2: You know what either. they are? Change my mind. I would love it. I would love. They it.
0: are. They don't. are. Pfft. Lindsay's kings in the king's heyday. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. They're 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 heavy hitters. They're probably faster.
1: They're they're the modern day kings. Yes.
0: Yeah. I I love that team.
1: Yeah. No. I do too. O'Reilly. You have Tarasenko. You have a ton of pieces. And Tarasenko.
0: When Tarasenko plays, he's so much fun. Yeah. Now he will drive you crazy at times. because He does not play every night. No.
1: And and the thing is too, they've climbed just out of the depths of the absolute basement, and I just don't foresee St. Louis being like, we worked our butts off this entire year just to lose in the first round to a Jets that are very vulnerable this year.
0: And the Blues strike me as a playoff team. Like, yes. like how they're built is get to the playoffs.
1: And how they've peaked the way they have succeed. this year.
2: And it, it is impressive because we, we, on this podcast in December, they fired you. I mean, we called them dead. They there. were it, awful. And, and it, was, it wouldn't have been a surprise place. if they were going to win the lottery. Like,
0: I'm serious. Yes. Yeah. And they were, yes. yeah. were going to
1: trade Terrace ankle. They're yeah. like, we're shopping I believe, everywhere.
0: If I'm not mistaken, at Christmas, they were in last place in the National Hockey League.
1: Insane.
0: Yeah. They were not in last place in their division Insane. in the entire league. Insane. Uh, so I'm with you guys, and I say St. Louis wins that thing, and I say it takes six games. I have them seven. But Winnipeg's goaltending scares me. San Jose's goaltending scares me, and Calgary. So my common theme is being scared of goaltending in uh, with what do at least mean, three teams. You mean goalies don't matter, judge You know <laughs>
1: this. All right, let's move over to the Eastern Conference, shall we? We'll yes. go off the Here top. We have yeah, Declan. Declan Mister East
0: Coast, get his. Get- this is our flaw Get home by 6 o'clock, old man. He's
1: got his hair cut. He's getting his tooth fixed. You're on fire, Declan. We have Tampa Bay Lightning number one overall Going seed on. and arguably one of the best teams that the league has seen in the better, I don't know, probably this millennia, to be totally honest, versus the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are the wild card team. I have Tampa Bay in five as they, well, they'll win that. Is that in Columbus then? So they'll leave at, in, Col- yeah, no, no, yeah, they'll, they'll be they in Tampa leave. Bay. No, they'll be in okay, game 5 so It'll be Tampa, Tampa Bay, right? Yep, you're right. And then Columbus will burn because the rest of their oh. team will be leaving.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's true. Declan,
2: uh, yeah, Tampa Bay wins that in four or five. I, I it, it's easy to, it's so hard to say a sweep. Even, even how good yeah, Tampa indeed. Bay has been, it's just so hard the to. Sweep. And, and if so Bob yeah, plays NHL. well for a
0: game, yeah, that you could know, win a game for
2: him. For God's sakes, they stole yep. the first two against Washington last year. So yeah, yeah. I'll I, I, make this a simple as simple at
1: Washington, yeah,
0: as possible too. yeah, Tampa Bay in five. Okay.
1: All right, next, which I think is probably the matchup of the first round in general, I think a lot of people would agree. We have the Boston Bruins who are the two seed versus the Toronto Maple Leafs who are a three seed. And my God, I, I
0: This is a round pick? too early, Lindsay.
1: I th- th- most of these series. This is are. the flaw
0: this this is yeah. the this is the poster child for the flaw in this playoff system.
1: Yes, I, I agree. And especially with that rivalry with all the history that has been going on for decades, but the more recent history as well. Uh, especially in the playoffs, Declan, Boston, Toronto, your thoughts. This
2: one's fun. To, this one, this one again, I think is really fun. I, 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 I like Toronto a lot. I really like the Maple Leafs. Uh, the Bruins, Bruins play really good playoff hockey too. I, you can't really count them out. I think Toronto though gets by in seven. I oh want, a, I goodness. want a seven game series in this one. I think it's very evenly matched. I want
0: Toronto in seven. Oh. Go, you go, expand,
1: expand, Woo!
0: Hot, it is hot. I'm going. I'm going to say it last seven games as well because I think this I said is seven a too? great series. But I'm going with Boston. Okay. Uh, if Frederick Anderson stands on his head for the Maple Leafs, that changes the dynamic. But he has not really done that for a large portion of this year, and especially of late. I don't think uh, Toronto is a fairly flawed team with some great, unbelievable Unleavably players. Ta- Unbelievably um, talented. But I don't. But I think they've got too, too many flaws. And Bergeron, Bergeron and Marchand and Chara and And I can just go, I love pasta. So much fun to watch. (laughs) I love pasta. I can go down that entire list and. I forgot Charlie Coyle. (laughs) Carry on. Moving on. Beat you up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm going Threats. Boston in 7. I just this, I love Boston.
1: This this pains me so much cuz I hate hate the Boston Bruins. I hate them so much. I think I hate them more than I hate the Chicago Blackhawks at this point. That's where this point is. But I think Boston wins in 7 purely because they have home ice advantage and I've been to a few games there and that place is the absolute seventh ring of hell during playoffs. Though the the TD Garden when when it's playoffs the the fans are psychotic even though they're psychotic and it's just tuesday it's everything's on steroids i think if if each of the teams hold serve by just making sure that they take care of business at home i just don't see how toronto can realistically steal more than two games on boston's ice so i'm going boston in 7 and then the next matchup we have, we have the defending champions, the Washington Capitals versus the darling of the playoffs and of America, the Carolina Hurricanes. Declan.
2: This one's the most Liam. exciting matchup for me. Um, not even just because my brother lives there. No, I, I honestly think this is going to be the most fun matchup in the, all it's the first rounds of the playoffs. I think this will also be a seven game series, and Carolina marches on. I, I am all aboard this Hurricanes bandwagon. This team has very motivated surge. it reminds me of a certain wild team that made a deep run early on in their in their franchise I am excited to see Carolina upset the Stanley, uh, Stanley Cup champions in seven games
1: I have Carolina I, moving on in seven games I'm as very well. bullish
2: on Carolina but I cannot say that they will win this series maybe i, I no, I cannot say they can win this decisively. So I think it goes to seven games.
1: Washington just finally reaches the pinnacle, the ultimate champion. Alex Ovechkin still is probably hungover from his summer last year, <laughs> right. and and Carol and he has been great. But I just think that there there's just going to be a little bit of a letdown. You got to remember how long these playoffs last and how short that summer was yes, yes. for the, that Capitals team, totally especially right. with how deep that they partied into that summer. And I just think Carolina is just. That team that everybody, they're the bandwagon team. They're the fun team. And I just, I just think it's they're, the Washington, even though they win the cup, I right. still don't trust them in the playoffs. I agree. I still don't. And I didn't until Justin we really got to the Williams. finals.
0: Justin like, Williams. Exactly.
1: Mr. Money, Mr. Game 7. He
0: is. Uh, Carolina in six. All right. All right. That, wow. that we're, run, we're that run to here. a finals is, is a lot. Trotz was a really good coach. Yes. I mean, Barry Trotz made a, a difference. I, I still don't.
2: Know why he left. I'm still
0: confused. Uh if Holpey goes cold, he can get really cold. Yep. Well remember but, Holpe
1: wasn't the one that started the Cuba playoffs was. last year. Yep. Right.
0: So anyway, I say uh Carolina upstart. I'm with you. We're guys going so, six.
1: Oh for three for Washington with uh, with yeah. the Judd's hockey show, Unreal. And then we have our final matchup, uh the this New York is Islanders fine. at the two seed versus the Pittsburgh Penguins at the three seed. And this series is
2: I don't know. Islanders in five.
1: Islanders?
2: Yep. Islanders in five. I say
0: Pittsburgh in really? six. Really? Mm-hmm. I say Pittsburgh in six. I like this New York I'm with game. you, Jed. I say Pittsburgh in six. I say
1: Pittsburgh in six as well.
0: Islanders are a great story, but I, yes. Pittsburgh knows how to win. True. They're very playoff tested.
1: Yeah, and I just think the Islanders are, they have been playing unreal. I just don't see how, the talent. It just doesn't match up. And sooner or later, the Islanders have to come back to the pack. And as good as their goaltending has been, who's their starting goaltender?
0: Robin Leonard, exactly. Yeah, and, and then really Grice really will really play if he struggles at all. Right. Okay, so we got uh, Pittsburgh from LB and me, and, yep,
1: and, and Dex
0: says uh, Islanders.
1: Well, I think we should do this because we first we round. Then, I, I think we, I think we just we leave stop? it as first round. Let's I like, yeah, oh, that's because great. I don't. Good I clock yeah, management. I like that.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <We're> <laughs> Thank like 40, you. We're like yeah. forty-two minutes. Because that way, it's minutes, Whatever. More fun. People want to hear us. Yeah, and we can dissect when I'm wrong. That you know, right? That which I'll be wrong. Do
0: you want my first round?
1: I do matches. want yours oh, yeah. and I'll, po- I'll I'll
0: market it. I'll in post
1: these as, as well uh, for these show. gut check ones and then we will post uh the other bracket challenge which will be different from the brackets that we're, that we're going to post in that sense but those passwords and uh the link to that will be okay, tweeted go. from our accounts. You are encouraged to join and talk yeah. any amount of S that you would like. I encourage it and you know, playoffs, man. It's about to get fun.
0: Oh, this is great. I'm oh.
1: going to Vegas game 4. I've decided. I'm going to be in Vegas this week. Yeah. Nice. I'm in Vegas.
2: We're gonna have to drag her back.
1: We might. We might have to. This
2: might be a two-man show next Tuesday. No,
1: I'll. I'll call in. I'll call in. It's Monday. <laughs> oh,
2: are you? Are you there? Uh, are you?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going from like Tuesday to like I don't know. So, so you're leaving tomorrow. She'll the mock. be in okay. next Monday. I'll be okay. in next Monday. Okay. But well, we All might right. have to do a live check-in from Ve- from Vegas. That sounds good to me. That'd be fun. All right. Say bye. <laughs> bye. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar.